let's try this again, y'all. Welcome to Resurrection Life Church on Palm Sunday. Pastor Rick here. I call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Started off having a microphone problem, but it's going to be great for the rest of the service I know. In fact, I got it on pretty good authority that Jesus Christ is in the house, and we're going to have an amazing time. I want you to gather your family up close, gather your family nearby, get around that TV, that device, whatever it is that you're using, and let's just enjoy the presence of the Lord. You know, the Bible tells us to draw near unto me, the Lord says, and I will draw near unto you. So even though you may be sitting in your house right now, whether you're dressed in your Sunday go to meet and clothes or getting up in your in-the-morning jammies, whatever it may be, I want you to draw near to the Lord. Let me read a scripture to you which kind of sets the tone for what this day is all about on Palm Sunday. Here it is in Matthew chapter 21. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. That's what we can cry out today. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. Amen. Now let's get ready for a powerful time of praise and worship. I was buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of weight It was mine Till I met you I was breathing but It was my dream till I met you. You called my name and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. You
it was mine till I met you. You called my name and I. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, Father, we love you. We thank you that this is your glorious day. Oh, Father, we choose to stand in your love. We choose 
to stand on your promises this morning. Father, we look away from fear this morning or anything that would, any worldly thing that would keep us away from your truth. And we just thank you that you are, Jesus, the rock, and we will stand on that rock this morning. If y'all believe that, somebody say amen.
sing that out one more time. My fear, come on. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm standing in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm standing in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm standing in your on the rock. Fear doesn't stand a chance when you're standing in the love of God. Because perfect love casts out all fear. Amen. Praise God. What a powerful time in the presence of the Lord. We want to remind you that we have a prayer team that is available. They're standing by phones right now waiting to hear from you just to receive a call. Uh, you, can t you can turn in your prayer requests that way with a live phone call. It's not a robot. It's a real person back there answering the call of prayer and praying with you. There's a number on the screen right now, 989-681-5731, where you can call in and receive prayer. You can also go to our website or even our app, I believe, and, and fill out a prayer request and send that in, and our team will begin to pray for it right away. Let's avail ourselves to the holy presence of God. Draw near. The Bible says, draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. Draw near to him while he's available. Amen. And I tell you what, the pool, it, like the pool of Bethesda, I think it was, that was stirred. One time a year it happened and the people would come and they would go down to that water and they would be healed. Whoever touched it would be healed. I'm so thankful we don't have to wait just one time a year. But I do believe right now the water is stirred for you. I believe the anointing of the Lord is going to be right there with you in your home right this very instant. God knows what you have need of even before you ask. So the best thing that we can do is to come into his presence and to worship him with all of our hearts. So go ahead and call in with your prayer requests and let's go on into a deeper level of worship this morning. Amen. matter what you're going through today, just know that God is a way maker. We just have to put our trust in him, put our faith in him. So we do that this morning, Father. You worship you. You are here. 
worship you. I worship you. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who For somebody, even when I don't see it, you're working. 
Even when I don't feel it, you work in. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you work in. Even when I don't feel it, you work in. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop Father, that's who you are. You make a way out of nowhere. We choose to believe this morning the report of the Lord. No matter what the world tells us the report is, we choose to believe in the word of God. That you are a way maker, a miracle worker, a light in this darkness because that's just who you are. Somebody say amen.
worthy of every song we could ever sing worthy of all the praise we could ever bring worthy of every breath we could ever bring we live for you Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Holy, there is no one. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. of every song we could ever sing, worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. worthy of every breath we could ever bring, we live for you. the only one who could ever say worthy of every breath we could ever
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are our firm foundation. You are the rock that we are standing on, that we are built on. Lord, we know that without you, there would be no hope. Without you, there's uncertainty. But with you, Lord Jesus, there is certainty. There is hope. There is a future. There is, Lord God, a victory in you. And we refuse to be hopeless. We refuse to walk away from our first love, Jesus Christ. Lord, today we put our trust in you. We put our hope in you. We stand on that solid rock, that solid foundation in Jesus Christ. We will not be moved. We will not be shaken. None of these things move me because of Jesus Christ, my Savior, my Lord, the Lamb of God. All, all Everywhere you are, wherever you are in your house, in your car, on the job, lift a hand to heaven and praise His holy name. Jesus, we praise you. We praise you, Jesus. We glorify your name, Jesus. You are worthy of every praise. We honor you today, Lord God. We thank you for your presence to be here in this place, in our, in our homes, Lord God, all around the country, all around the world. Anybody who's tuning in today, Lord God, I'd ask that you would be with them and bring them hope, bring them faith, Lord God, to stand up in your love and not be lost, not be shaken, Lord God. I speak to every person who's listening right now. You will have hope. You will live and not die. You will not give up. I don't care how uncertain things look. You listen to the voice of God. Listen to the voice of God. Listen to Him because He has a purpose for you. He has a plan for you. He will not let you down in any situation. You just wait and watch what He will do for you in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. As I was praying, getting ready for this morning, I, I had this, felt this urgency from the Holy Spirit that there were people out there who are watching today who are hopeless. You've lost hope. You feel alone. You feel separated from your friends and your family. And maybe you've had too much family. Realities come and hit home a little too hard. And that leaves room for the enemy. That leaves room for the enemy to mess with you. To tear into you. And those lies come streaming in. But you know they're lies. And you as a child of God have authority to tell those demons to leave, to go, to dispel those lies, to take every thought and imagination captive, cast it to the ground, the authority of Jesus Christ. If you're hopeless today, if you're thinking about ending your life, stop. God has a plan for you. This is not over. You have a future. You will live and not die. Our prayer team is standing by right now. And if you are having these thoughts, 
I want you to call them. 989-681-5731. Call our prayer team. And they're going to pray with you. And I'm going to pray right now and take authority over this seducing, deceiving, suicide demon that would try to ransack and steal life from you or from your family. Enemy, I curse you in the name of Jesus. You have to go. You have to leave the household. You have to leave the premises. Your words are not welcome here. In the name of Jesus, go. I speak life. I speak hope to you, to your family, in the name of Jesus. You will live and not die. We are going to get through this. We are going to shake the nation. We're going to be a light to everyone we come in contact with. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you praise and honor today. Bring peace that passes all understanding to everyone watching today. Surround them with your love. We may feel surrounded, God, by uncertainty and a multitude of voices saying doubt and unbelief, but we know that you're bigger, that you have surrounded all of us with your angels. And though may a, f- a thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, it shall not come near us, for you are with us and you have sent your angels. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. We will not be moved. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's sing that one more time. shaken. We will not be shaken. Oh, praise God, somebody. Praise the Lord. Come on. He's so good to us. He's so good to us, and it doesn't matter what comes, and if what opposition comes. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wow. Wow. You know, God knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you've been through, He knows the thoughts that are in your head. He knows every hair on your head. And uh, he loves you unconditionally. Even in the middle of a a quarantine, in the middle of a pandemic, he knows your situation. And he loves you unconditionally. 
he loves you in the middle of your mess. And if you'll turn your mess over to him and say, God, I give it to you. I repent today. I want, I want to live for you. Forgiveness is here. Forgiveness is in Jesus Christ. You don't have to live in the mess. You don't have to be tormented by the, the voices of demons. You can hear the Holy Spirit. He'll speak directly to you. He wants to, and he wants to have a relationship with you today. So I encourage you today to give your life to Jesus Christ. Don't wait. Don't wait. Man, this world is a crazy place, and you need Jesus. Don't wait. Give your life to him today. Amen. Amen. Well, it's so good to be with you today. We're so glad to have an opportunity to stream once again. Obviously, we wish you were here with us sitting in the chairs, uh, you know, looking at empty chairs and a couple of camera dudes and, you know, some other people here. We, we love you guys that are here, but man, we, we, we wish our church family was here. And uh, we love you. We're so, um, we're not, you know, we're sad. God, please let this be over. But uh, uh, soon, soon, sooner than later, it's going to happen and we're going to be back together. But in the meantime, we call you blessed today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, I pray that you experience Jesus today in your home or wherever you're watching this from, whether it's live or by recorded video. God bless you today. Amen. Amen. Well, we got a uh, Reverend Jonathan Glenn is going to be speaking today. So that's really exciting. And um, we're, uh, we're ready for that. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and give you an opportunity to give. And we don't have ushers standing here with baskets, but you can participate in an offering today. And you can do that by going to our website, and that information will be on the screen in front of you, reslifeforyou.com slash giving. And, or if you have our mobile app, you can jump right on there and click the button at the bottom of the screen that uh, says giving, and you can give by a debit card or credit card or your checking account. And you can set up reoccurring giving if you just want it to come out every single week. But, uh, you know, our, our church and ministry, um, we need money to keep running on. And we're so grateful for those faithful people who continue to give and make what's happening right now possible. It wouldn't happen without generous givers. It wouldn't happen without you choosing to click that button today or to send in that mail. We've had lots of people sending in checks in the mail and it's been a, a tremendous gift to uh, see the church continue to go forward, and even in the midst of being shut down. And, uh, you know, our offices are closed, but our phones are still on, and you can call in and, uh, if you need something during the week. But anyway, we want to we continue to minister. We want to continue to be a light in this dark situation. We don't want any one of, any one of you or your friends or family to be left in the dark or without the word of God or connection to your pastor, Pastor Rick Lopez, you know, and I know you're able to connect with him in the mornings at 714 or if you watch it during the day. And if you're not familiar with that, the 714 prayer time is something that Pastor Rick has been doing for a few days now, and he's going to continue to do it. And those are a connection point between you and him every single day and to hear his heart. He's also making calls. And if you're not getting the calls, you can message us. Or call us and say, I want to receive calls from Pastor Rick. And he'll be calling out, and it's a recorded message he puts out every day or two. And uh, just to, to touch base with you and let you know that he loves you, that Miss Diane loves you, and that uh, he wants to stay connected with you and give you information about what's happening here at Resurrection Life Church, what's happening in our community, what kinds of things that, that are continuing to happen. We're still doing ministry with or without a pandemic. We are, and we're not going to stop. 
and I know you're not going to, and this great awakening that's happening right now, people waking up and saying, whoa, this is different, this is weird, I might need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's happening, and uh, you have a big part to play in that, amen, amen. So if you, if you go ahead and um, click on that button, we're going to have the worship team play for a moment, and we're going to have a slide on the screen with all the options to give. And uh, if you can think of another one, be creative, okay. But uh, praise God. Thanks so much for giving today. We call you blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks so much for giving. And uh, we know there's lots of places to give. And, you know, money might not be, look exactly the same way it does normally right now. But we're trusting God that he's going to continue to provide for you, for our church, Lord God. And, uh, and uh, in the name of Jesus, that we're going to get through this in better shape than before. It's going to be good. Call you blessed today. Amen. Well, we have prepared, our children's ministry has prepared a special video for the kids. So if you got kids and they're not in front of the TV right now, go grab them and have them sit down because Miss Connie made a special video this week just for our kids. And uh, there's a, a nice a lesson in there. And then we're going to be posting these videos up on Facebook and also on our children's ministry page in a couple of days. So be looking for that and there'll be some ongoing resources just for our kids' ministry. Amen. Let's roll that right now. Morning, boys and girls. Thanks for joining me today. We're back for another exciting day of children's ministry. Let's let me see. I've got to see who's here today. I can't see you. Oh, just a minute. I'm looking for my little friends. Okay, don't. Okay. Where are you? Oh, Gemma Lynn. Hi. Maya. Hi. How about Adeline? Hi, Adeline. Paisley, are you here? Oh, there you are. Hi, Paisley. How about Jack? Hi, Jack. Did Glee come again today? Oh, there you are. Hi, Glee. I'm so glad to see all you kids today. It's exciting to be alive. Do you know that Easter's coming pretty soon? Yeah, are you excited? All right. What is the big idea that we did last week? Do you remember? Hmm? That's right. God will protect me. So when you hear this sound, Hey, what's the big idea? Stand up and everybody say, God will protect me. Yeah, got that? Hey, what's the big idea? God will protect me. Let's do an experiment today. What do you think? Are you ready? Okay, this is a vase of water. Just plain water. This is a piece of cardboard. Ah, and I'm gonna put it up here. 
know that voice. I know that voice. Where are you, Mort? Where are you? Are you under here? We do under here. Hello, Mort. Oh. You came to see the children? He came to see all you guys. Isn't that exciting? All right. Okay, Mort, but you know what? Church is closed. Yeah, it is. Why aren't you at home? Because you're going to Grandma's house again. Okay. Do you know all the children are at home? You want to say hi to them? Oh, yeah. They're happy to see you too, right? Yeah. Okay, Mort. What are you having for lunch today? You know what he's having, right? Today it's warm worm soup. Is that your favorite? I thought warm worm pie was your favorite. Oh, you like both of them. Can you imagine that? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, yeah, you gotta go. Would you like to hear the big idea first? Okay, boys and girls, you wanna stand up and tell him what the big idea is? Hey, what's the big idea? God will protect me. Yeah, isn't that good? It protects you too, right? Yeah? All right, you're gonna fly off to Grandma's now? Okay, say goodbye to the boys and girls. Okay, bye, Mort. Wow, that was exciting. I didn't expect to see Mort today, did you? No, not at all. Wow, that was exciting. Okay, back to my experiment. I hope this works. I'm gonna turn this upside down. Are you ready? Let's turn it over. but I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. Whew. Look at this. Water is powerful and it can go anywhere it wants to go. But something's stopping it from coming out. What is it? What? Air? Can you see the air? Is it there? Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I see it. Is this the air? creating a suction <gasps> and it's saying to this water it's saying water I'm more powerful than you whoa okay so here's the truth that you need to know today for your walk in Christ there are going to be days and times that you do not feel brave and there's going to be times when you are not sure if God's even around but just like the air is here and you can't see him, God is here and you can't see him. And the air is everywhere and God is everywhere. Wow, that's exciting. So I'm here to tell you that greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Yes, he is. The world may seem powerful and destructive, but there's one that is greater Hmm, do you know that God is greater than anything and everything in the world? Yes, he is. He is called the Most High God. Hey, what's the big idea? He will protect you. 
You need to know that you may not be brave. You may struggle. You may worry. Oh, and you may be afraid. But I promise you this, there is one greater, there's one greater than all the fears of this world. And he will give you strength and the courage to do whatever it is you need to do. So if you want to overcome fear and worry today by trusting Jesus and allowing him to make you brave, stand up. Moms, dads, brothers, sisters, teenagers, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, and almost everybody stand up because everybody has some fear. Everybody is not always brave. Sometimes we worry. Stand up right where you are. So lift up one hand, clench your fist, and say, Lord, this is my fear. Take it. Now lift up your other, keep that one up there. Lift up your other hand, clench your fist, and say, Jesus, this is my worry. Take it. Whoa, look at your hands in the air. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Thank you for taking our fury and our worries. And shout, Jesus, you make me Oh, I have no worry, I have no fear, because Jesus lives here. Amen? Boys and girls, thank you for joining me today. I love you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Good morning, boys. I am so excited to be here in the house of the Lord this morning. Um, it's a few bobbleheads in the room. A lot of empty seats, but I know so many of my brothers and sisters are home watching this, and um, it's still a pleasure to stand on this, you know, we don't like to use stage, but this is the Lord's place, right? And, you know, to give you the message this morning, first of all, I, just like Steve said to you earlier, I know some may be feeling like their hope is waning. Some may be tired of being the um, stay-at-home teachers that we all are now, um, or just tired of Netflix, whatever it is. I'm glad that you tuned in this morning because I believe that I have a message from the Lord that he's going to bring to us, and I do believe that anointing that's going to be here is going to enter your house, your space, wherever you are. Father, I love you so much. I pray that the same anointing that came upon me when you allowed me to write this sermon would be present here even now, that your anointing will be upon my words and that my words won't be my own, and that you will lead me to the place and the words that you have destined for me to be this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, say amen. amen. Um, out of respect for the cameraman and my amazing um, um, Stacy to my left, I won't be bouncing around the stage. I'm going to try to keep it centered, okay? Um, but the sermon I have for you this morning is called The Promise is Coming. So this is the beginning of Holy Week. So Christians around the world, we begin to start to read the Gospels once again to begin to follow the steps of Jesus Christ. So today we're going to celebrate Palm Sunday. 
when Jesus rode in victoriously on the donkey to Jerusalem. Now, please understand the, you know, the historical significance of the time. The Jewish people are not in their own country. They're under domain of the Roman Empire, which is the big, bad group of the time. They had the baddest army. They had the most money. And most of the time in history, they had the craziest leaders. So this is the time, you know, that Jesus has entered the scene. So the triumphant entry of Jesus is found in John 12, 12 through 18. And I'm going to read that to you. Then we're going to jump into my sermon. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's coat. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that all these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. Therefore, the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead bore witness. For this reason, the people also met him because they heard that he had done these signs. So Jesus, his popularity was spreading through the land. The promises that God made of who Jesus would be in the Old Testament generations before was coming to fruition at that moment. The promise of the king riding on a coat on the donkey was coming in. The celebration was happening. Coats and palm tree branches were laid down to enter. There is Jesus, the promise. I want someone to say, my promise is coming. Say, my promise is coming. Before we continue, let me define what I consider promises this morning. Of course, you have the promise of the King Jesus to the Jews that came to fruition in John 12, which we just mentioned. And then we have the promises that are revealed in the Bible and the word of God. Um, those promises that I'm going to remind you soon here that we have as a people. And then we have the promise of salvation through Jesus Christ. And then the promises, dreams, and goals of continued prayers of the saints. So when I say promises today, and when I declare that promises are coming, that is what I'm talking about. I want to remind you this morning that promises of God cannot be taken away, separated, delayed, distracted, abolished, destroyed. Once God has spoken the thing, the promise will come true. It doesn't matter how many generations it took, Jesus showed up on the scene in John 12 to fulfill the promise. Some of us today, because of lost hope or because of what we see around us, we have forgotten the many promises that our Bible says that we have promises that have been established to come to our life when we speak them, when we believe them. So I would like to remind you this morning of some of the promises. In Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Promise. Isaiah 40, 29, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Promise. Promise. 
Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Promise. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41, 13, for I, the Lord, your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. Promise. Deuteronomy 31, 8, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Promise. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Promise. Philippians 4, 19, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Promise. And this last one that I have, something that we've been doing, you know, the, the, the foundation of 714, Second Chronicles 714, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Promise. Throughout the Bible, from the beginning to Genesis to the end of Revelation, is filled with promises. My question is, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the church to awaken and to arise to the promises that's already been given. God is God. No matter what happens in the world, God doesn't change. Though nothing can change God's words, no matter what's in your pocketbook, no matter what your fever feels like, no matter what CNN or Fox says, no matter who's in office, who's in Senate, who is governor, none of that matters to the word of God. And when he speaks it, it happens because he is not a man that he should lie. Your promises are coming. Some of us need to pick up our Bible like you've never done before. Why? Because it's the time to. Be awakened to the times that we're living in. There's no more going back to old thinking, to old ways, to old understanding. Grab your Bible every single morning. Listen to Pastor 714 prayer. But then jump into your own word to be reminded of the promises of God. So many generations have passed before Jesus walked into Jerusalem on the donkey that a lot of the Jews forgot about the promise. See, some of you may tell me, but I haven't received my love yet. I haven't received my joy yet. I haven't received my healing yet. So you're thinking that God is not a God of who he is. You're thinking because it's not on your timetable. So the promise isn't coming. I was talking to pastor about this this morning. We have to stop putting our human thinking on God's promises. If the Bible says it and you claim it is yours, it's yours. Guess what? The Bible says you have peace. That's your promise. Guess what? The Bible said you don't, say, you don't have to have fear. Guess what? That's your promise. Guess what? The Bible says that God is love. So if you're feeling like no hope this morning, you feel like you, have, you don't have love, that's a lie of the enemy. Your promise is God loves you even right now. Can I get a hallelujah? Somebody say, my promise is coming. Oh, these promises sometimes feel delayed. But that does not mean that they're not coming. I think of Joseph. I think of Joshua. I think of so many of our biblical heroes who didn't see the promise right away. 
been thrown into prison, being, being lied about and being sold in slavery by his brothers, God gave him dreams and promises that didn't happen right away. But he didn't lose heart. See, some of you have dreams, some of you have promises that God has said that you're going to be or you're going to do. And you're allowing the signs of these times right now to dictate if those promises will come true. But I'm here to tell you this morning that your promises are on their way. And here's the cooker for me this morning. What will you do when the promise comes? All right. Because the promise came to the Jews in John 12, and some of them didn't like the package. Wait, 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 wait. Um, we're, we're being, you know, um, oppressed by the Roman Empire. I wanted a Jesus to ride in on a horse as a warrior. I wanted someone that was going to dethrone the Roman Empire right here, right now. I don't, I don't like that package, God. I don't, I don't want a, a king of peace coming in on the donkey. I want, I want a king of, of war. I want, a, I want a king riding in on a horse, not a donkey. I believe even this morning God would say, I've already shown you your promise, but because it's in the package that you don't like, you didn't receive it. Your promise is coming because you worship a God who doesn't lie. Your promise may have even come because it doesn't look like or smell like or act like what you thought it would be. You denied it. I pray this morning that if you have denied your promise, that the Lord will show you so you can regain it. The people of God denied the promise. Everyone was all so happy in John 12, throwing down the branches and the coats. But in John 18, verse 39, when Pilate spoke to the crowd, you know, to ask them, who do you want to free? Do you want Jesus, the king of the Jews, or Barabbas? Let's read there. Start with verse 39. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Do you therefore want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They all cried again, saying, not this man, but Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was a robber. I believe that they denied the package that brought, you know, that God sent because it wasn't in the form, the presentation that they wanted. God's promises are coming, but it may not always be the way that you think it is. All of a sudden, res life is online. Promises are coming. We're getting more people to visit our church right now than ever before. But we don't like that package. We want them to come to our church service. And God is like, you don't put your human touches on my promises. Some, some of you have been praying for healing for so long. But you ain't been working out. You ain't been eating right. And God said, listen, I'm trying to give you the package, but you ain't doing your side of the bargain. Some of us, we're praying for more finances. We're not tithing. We're not doing any offering. We're not doing well with $100. And we want the promise of $1,000. And God has said, I can't give you the promise until you're found worthy of the 100 See, we want the promises of God. We, we want all of these beautiful things that he says to us in the Bible, but sometimes we're not willing to take the package that he gives us, the presentation that he gives us. 
I was speaking to one of my mentees yesterday while writing this sermon. And God promised him a great and grand future. And the door that was open, he questioned it because it was not the one that he wanted. But after much prayer, God spoke to him and said, that is the door that I want. How many blessings are we walking away from? How many promises are we walking away from? You know, when, when I fell in love with my wife, I, I, I was afraid because I thought my promise was a woman of my culture. A woman who came from my type of neighborhood. And God's plans were different. I fell in love with a beautiful woman, a God-fearing woman who is a wonderful mother right now and, and has done the most amazing support to my life from the first day we met to this moment right now. I would have missed out of my promise if I would have told God, but she's not black. See, some of us, we're telling God what we won't take. And he's telling you, I know what's the best is for you. I know what your tomorrow looks like. I know what health you're going to do with tomorrow. I know what joy or lack thereof you're going to do with tomorrow. I bring you promises to protect you today and tomorrow, says the Lord. But we deny it because it doesn't look the way we've dreamed. Again, putting your human touch on God's promises. And there was Jesus, the answer to every question. And there was Jesus, the son of the living God. And they chose a robber over Jesus. There he was. <laughs> the, you, know, you, you know, if y'all know the history of the, of the Jews in the Roman Empire, they had just come off a huge riot fighting against the government. So many people praying and praying for their salvation. And there it was on a donkey coming in a city and they didn't like the presentation. Maybe they didn't like the way he dressed. Oh, he's from Nazareth. My, my promise not coming from Nazareth. Oh, say, say Res life is in St. Saint Louis. Ain't, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing coming out of St. Louis. You are going to allow the world and your own human thinking to dictate God's heavenly promises? The promise was there, and they let the promise go. Some of you have even denied Christ. Some of you have had the opportunity to follow Christ, and you have denied it because some book you read or because some um, history channel documentary you saw or just because life has been hard so you're denying the promise that God has ordained for you from the very first breath of your existence and God is saying it's time to accept my promise you don't have to live in no hope despair you don't have to live through depravity fear, anxiety living in addictions of this world because that's what we do as humans. But if you accept the promise of Jesus even today, or some of you who know him but have rejected him in the process of living, 
you can reestablish that promise today. I promise you that if you do that this morning, later on, pastor's going to come up and give you the invitation. If you do what he says, I promise you the promises that I read off a few minutes ago, the promises of heaven and the promise of Jesus' return will be yours. It's time for the church to wake up. We shouldn't look and act like the world right now. Our status on Twitter shouldn't sound like the world right now. What we're posting on Instagram shouldn't sound like the world right now. We should be sounding like something deep inside of us has been awakened because something is rumbling. My spirit has been fixed and it has been alert since the first day of quarantine. I called my dad and said, something is up. The Lord has told me it's a time for a great awakening. Something inside you is coming out. Something inside of you that you were born to do. Something inside of you and maybe a book, maybe a song, maybe something, a ministry. Something is boiling out because the Lord needs the authentic you in this season. And the authentic you is not you without him. The authentic you is you with the promises on you. They cried out all. They all cried out, Pastor. Not a couple of them. It says they all denied Christ. They all, they were just celebrating this guy. Oh, he is the king of kings. You know, the word of God spoke about him. Yes, there he is. And then he said, love that neighbor. They were like, ooh, what? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait up. Where, where your army at? Call, call down the angels to destroy these people, these Romans. And Jesus, you know, don't that that is that is not my way. So how long do you wait for your promise? Jonathan, I've been waiting for my promise for 20 years. Okay. I don't know the number of how long they waited for Jesus to enter in victorious, but it was generations. Faith demands that even if my last breath comes out, I'm still believing my promise is going to come even right there. Right? Think about the woman with the issue of blood. She didn't give up. She heard that the promise was walking through the crowd. She took herself there to get just little touch of the promise. Let me just get a little touch of the promise. Let me get a little touch of the king. And just like that, her promise happened after years of waiting. I forget who it was. It was Pastor or Steve this morning who talked about the, the man waiting. It was, it was Pastor talking about the man waiting by the pool. But, but, but step, yeah, something like that. All right, the pool. <laughs> All right, so history says that oh, so often, you know, like an angel, the Lord would come and touch the pool, and whoever got in first would receive their healing. So he was there waiting for his promise for years and years. And guess what? It didn't come in the package that he wanted. He was waiting to get in the pool, but then the king showed up. <laughs> the promise showed up. Some of y'all waiting on your checks. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's, it's so funny to preach in a room. And we're just my friends because they like me. <laughs> Some of y'all waiting on the government to be your promise. Some of y'all waiting for your booze, for your husbands or whoever to be your promise. And God has said, wait, wait, but I'm the king. I'm the promise. So there he was in front of the pool waiting. 
ready to use his elbows to get his um, time, his promise. And Jesus showed up on the scene and all the years of waiting, all the years of preparation of what he thought was going to happen changes with one touch, one word from Jesus. Some of us need to get back to our word for that one word from Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. It's not about men. It's not about the things of this world. It's about the promises that we have from believing in the king of kings. Hallelujah. Somebody say, my promise is coming. Oh, I believe this like it was. Uh, I believe it. It's for me, too. I called both of my sisters yesterday. And when they picked up the phone, I didn't let them talk. I said, your promise is coming. It's like, what, what? I said, your promise is coming. I believe that to be true. Like my name is Jonathan Bartholomew Glenn, that your promise is coming. No matter where you are, your promise. What is my promise? Read your word. What about the dreams that you've had? God wills that you have a wonderful life with more abundance. That is a promise. That is a hope. That is a dream. So when the enemy of your soul comes to you and tries to kill, steal, and destroy your promise, I give you the permission to remind him that you serve the living God whose promises can't be dictated by man, can't be dictated by evil spirits, can't be dictated by lack. I'm preaching myself happy. Hallelujah. Somebody say my promise is coming. Y'all better look out. It's going to be in the mail. You're going to get a random phone call. Somebody all of a sudden is going to look for you and you. I wasn't looking for a job. Well, we found you. Your promise is coming. Your promise is coming. Mm. Your promise is coming. Oh, that I must. Your promise is coming. Your promise is coming. Woo! I feel the power of God right now to say it one more time. Your promise is coming. Yeah. Hallelujah. I feel like that Oprah meme when she was like, coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. And the promise is coming from your great awakening. From the awakening of your spirit, I am a warrior as spirit. I, when the enemy seems like he's present, something inside me gets very, very offended and upset. And what's happening in this world right now is nothing holy. It is very offensive to my spirit. What's happening, I got two cousins right now who's dealing with this virus. One cousin that was rushed to the hospital. You know him, Andre Reed, we call him Taco. He was rushed to the hospital. And I had to fight my thoughts of fear. I had to fight because I know the promises of God says that my cousin will be home. I know that we're dealing with fear. I know we're worried about grandparents and mom and dads. I know that we're worried about people like we've never been worried before. But this is a time for something inside of you to awake and accept the king of kings and the promises that he gives us to be true. Can I get an Amen. My family will live and not die. As for me and my house, we're going to serve God through this time. 
they don't have a choice. As for me and my house, when this thing is over, we will be stronger than we ever been before. Because I am leaning on the promises. It's time to wake up. Wake up with God's promises. Wake up to praying again. Wake up to obedience and believing again. Wake up to Jesus as Lord and Savior. The promises of Jesus is here and the continuous glorious promises of God are still coming. It's time to wake up. I told this sermon to my father. My father said, remind them that they can choose not to accept the promise. Or you can choose to accept it. A promise isn't given. You have to want it. Right? I want my promise of healing from diabetes. I want my promise of healing from my back. So every day I walk two miles. I have cut down on certain things that I'm eating. I'm going back, you know, tonight eating meat. I'm being obedient because I'm down for the promise. I'm positioning myself to receive the promise. We have to position ourselves. Listen, waking up to listen to Pastor 714 is only positioning you for the promise. Grabbing your Bible app and making sure you remember to do something every day is only putting you in the position for you who don't believe in Christ. A, a, believing in him today only puts you in the position to receive the promise. So as I end today, I want to remind you of what we talked about. We talked about Jesus' powerful entry into Jerusalem, starting off his holy week. But it was a promise come to fruition of the King of Kings and the Savior of the world. And if accepted today, he will become your king too. It's time for us to be awakened as the church from the promises of God in our Bible. I read several scriptures. If you didn't get them, go ahead and hit rewind and you can write those scriptures down. But I ended with 2 Chronicles 7.14, a scripture that is near and dear to our church heart and our pastor's heart. And every morning we lean on that. And lastly, I want to remind you to don't reject your coming promises from God, even if it's not in the presentation you hoped for. I would like to leave you with this challenge and this activation. What will you do to position yourself to receive the promises of God? I want you all to write these four things down. Number one, stay obedient to the word of God. Number two, fight fear. Number three, find peace. And number four, trust in God. I believe that if you follow these four nuggets here, that you will put yourself to be positioned to receive the continuous promises of God. And before pastor comes up here to take us to that oh holy place, I would like to remind you, if you are one that haven't received Jesus, the time is now. It's not when rainbows are out and kids are playing and flowers and everyone is seeing rainbows, lollipop. The time is now. True leadership pops 
in the time of uncertainty, in the time of unforeseen situations. Now is the time for you to grab on something different. You've tried alcohol. You've tried drugs. You've tried relationships. I dare you to try my Jesus. And the promises that come after your decision would awaken something in you that you were born to do, born to believe, and born to speak. And to all my brothers and sisters out there, we may not be face to face, but as the church awakens even now, as you dig deeply into the word of God, I believe that not only will you understand the promises that God has given you for this time, I believe that for a lot of you, the promise that you've been waiting for and dreaming for, for your grandchildren, for your children, and for you, mm, I just heard God say the promises of blessing your generation is on its way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Pastor, come on up. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Thank you. Amen. Powerful word. I trust that you have been affected by that word. That it's, uh, you know, the Bible says the word doesn't go out void or useless, but it always accomplishes that which God has purposed for it to do. I want to give you a special invitation to accept the Lord Jesus into your life, to put your trust in him, to recognize that he died on a cross for you, and all you have to do is to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let me continue to read even further. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there's no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. Did you hear that? The, the same Lord is rich to all who call upon him. And here's the closing statement of that particular passage. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Brother Jonathan talked about that this morning, even in, in the time and the season that we're in. This is a time when a lot of people are looking for answers. And many times they recognize that they've been looking in the wrong places for a long time, that they can't trust what's on the news. They can't trust what they're reading on Facebook or what this next YouTube uh, video or whatever it may be. Let me tell you something. You can trust in the Word of God that is forever settled in heaven. We're in the, uh, the midst of, of Holy Week now. That week that leads up to, the, to Good Friday, the, the day that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and I. I'm so thankful that it didn't end there. For three days later, he came out of the grave, resurrected. Many of you right now, you feel like you're hopeless, that, that life has left you empty, and you don't know where the answer is at. And, I, and I'm not here to say that all of a sudden, just like that in the flash, in the twinkling of an eye, everything's just going to turn from, 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 from dark to rosy. It may be a journey. But you know what? The Lord Jesus will be with you in that journey. We'll be with you in that journey. I'd like to give you an opportunity, an invitation 
to accept Christ. And maybe it doesn't make sense to some people when a person says, well, you want to accept Jesus into your heart? What do you mean? We're, what, what, how does he get in my heart? Well, listen, I'm not here to explain that mystery, but what I am here to say is all you need to do is to put your trust in him, to know that he is your answer. There's going to be a number on the screen. I'm going to pray with you. We're going to say a prayer together. But if you would like to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, I want to just really encourage you, call this number, 989-681-5731. Our team is standing by right now. They already have previous instructions to await those that may call in during the invitation to accept Christ. They're ready to pray with you even now. Let's bow our heads and let's say this prayer together. Right where you're at, wherever you are, wherever you are, whether you're in your living room, whether you're in the kitchen, whether you're in the bedroom in a car, wherever you may be, and you need to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, I want you to say this prayer with me right now. Heavenly Father, I accept you into my heart. I want to put my trust in you. I've tried too long to do it all on my own. And I keep messing it up. But today, Lord, I put my trust in you. Show me how to trust you more. Help me understand what this really means. Forgive me of my sins. And I thank you today for forgiving me of my sins and for loving me like no one else. In the name of Jesus, amen. And amen. Come on, go ahead and give the Lord a praise. We welcome you into the family of God. Thank you so very, very much. Brother Steve. Wow. What an awesome message. And it was just for you. And it was for me. And for your neighbors and your cousin. And anybody in between. So I encourage you to uh, listen to this again. That's the nice thing about it being on a video is it's going to be available again to watch or you can share it with some other people in your life who may need a dose of hope, uh, a word from heaven this morning. So um, please do that and, and like this video and share it. You know, the more that we um, can share these videos and like them organically, this uh, message will go out to more and more people and show up on their news feed and other places. So I encourage you to do that today. You know, we call you blessed today. And um, we know that there's um, some of you who are wishing you could get more connected with Resurrection Life Church. Now, the ladies, they've got a meeting planned this week on Thursday night, Engage Women's Ministry. And uh, ladies can connect if you go to our website, reslifeforyou.com, and then click on Ministries, Women's Ministry. And there's some information on there, how to get connected to their um, live stream and their chat on Thursday. And we know a lot, of, a lot of ladies connected. Some that don't even normally get to go to women's ministry were able to connect this last time that they met because they were able to connect while they were at work or they were able to connect in, you know, in various places on various devices. So encourage ladies to get connected to that today or this week, Thursday night, Engage Women's Ministry. And check out our web, our, uh, our Facebook. We'll put some links on there for that. This Friday is Good Friday, and we're going to have um, a service that we're going to live stream at noon and then again in the evening. So look for us on uh, Facebook and on YouTube, and our live stream will be up there. We'll put all kinds of communications out that are going to go out on our uh, various um, communication 
um, on uh, our website and on social media, so you'll know exactly when it's going to happen. We'll also send out some text messages to let you know when our uh, streaming is going to be available for Good Friday. And we hope that you'll connect with that very special time of worship and remembering um, the death of Jesus Christ and uh, the sin that he, he paid the price for. Amen? Amen. And uh, also, this coming Sunday is Easter, and unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do that in person. So we're going to be meeting in this medium again, and uh, in Jesus' name, it's still going to be a blessing to you. And we encourage you to let other people know about it, and to um, we'll, we'll put out some information, and you'll be able to share that on social media, as well as um, you know some of the texts that we're going to send out. You can always forward those to people and let them know, hey, this is available for you. This can be a light in your life. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Well, it's been wonderful to be with you, and uh, don't forget, stay connected to Pastor with Pastor Rick, uh, 714, every single morning, and uh, if you miss it in the morning, it's available. It's uh, on demand. You can get it right on our website, reslifefreecom slash live-stream, or at, at YouTube, and uh, we post those on, on Facebook um, periodically as well, so you can share them, but you can go right to Facebook and share it right to you here. I mean, excuse me, you can go right to YouTube and share it right to your Facebook or any social media you have and let other people get connected as well. That'd be a blessing to them. Amen. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, don't forget that Jesus, he's your firm foundation. Amen. And all the things that were promised today are for you. Don't forget. I call you blessed, and we'll see you next time. Amen.